Previously, in King's pubic pocket. Truth is, we don't know about these other motherfuckers in these other rooms. They could all be real bad news. Or they could be allies. Should we be doing a real jailbreak here? Should we be opening all the doors? I reach into King's mind, and it's like walking through an empty hallway. Shadow runs over, grabs King, throws him over his shoulder. Let's roll. Cotton runs ahead, grabs the keys from the nurse, and starts to unlock the other doors. I just need to keep my distance. Please don't keep me in here. I saw your friend, the Scarlet Spartan. I'm Captain X. Isn't Captain X, like, permanently sepia? I'm going to go unlock the twins. You guys get King to safety. I'm going to go find George. You see a twin version of her split off from her and go out the front door. You see another twin appear out of her and takes off down the hallway and grabs a red handle and pulls it and the fire alarm goes off in the building. Let's have a chase. A cartwheel. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yes, I do a cart I do a cartwheel over King. That's exactly what I do. I don't know. I'm 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 getting shades of saving private saving private Ryan, you know. So many cartwheels in Saving Private Ryan. It was fucking amazing. The choreography was unreal. Cotton, you are running, um, and you start to kind of get a little bit winded. Wait! (laughs) That's all I got. You feel the temperature of the air uh, around you start to rise. Tell me how one railroad spike takes out four of these guard units. Right through their heads, dude. They walk in too tight a formation and zips through every one of them right through the eye hole. You see this wave of heat roll through the guard units. Running through the middle of this pile of broken down guard units is Captain X. What's your name, kid? I'm Patricia. Do you have a sunburn? Yep. You should probably put some lotion on. I'm going to the press. This is ridiculous. Innocent people like me being treated this way for what? Is he going to be okay? Is he going to live? This is uncharted waters for me. I've never dealt with someone like him before. Who do we know that has healing powers? We don't. It sounds like one of them walks into our next scene. There's a knock at the door of the vet clinic. His name is Gary Montague. Hey, let's let's me you and Raymond go have some coffee uh, upstairs. And, and why don't we give Cotton a minute with King? All right, quit fucking around. Get off this bed. We got work to do. Cotton, who did this? Some motherfuckers that are gonna pay. We're out of balance, but we're gonna find a new normal, and we're gonna use it to our advantage, because that's what the Power Walkers do. Okay, um, so you want to set up for the Troubadour? Yep. Is that where we start? I like it. Hop in the jalopy. As the power walkers, are you uh, are you in disguise? Is this Shimamino, Cleary, Mafumpton, Alabaster? Um, are we going? Are you are you in full costume? Yep. 
um, as as the heroes, you know, as the power walkers themselves. We got to be incognito. Incognito. I mean, they, they made us public enemy number one. We don't need them spotting us going to Troubadours and getting him in a bunch of stuff. Perfect. Incognito, the power walkers arrive at Tiger Chan's. Um, you go through the ritual as you plan to uh, meet back up with the Troubadour. And what kind of hats are we wearing? I, you have to tell me. I'm, I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> I'd like an order of chalupas, please. I'm kidding. You order your chalupas. Time the time passes. You are escorted uh, back to the kitchen, down the secret hallway, and into the troubadour's lab, his laboratory, workspace, shop room. Hey, area. Right. Hey, it is the Power Walkers. I love it. Welcome, my friends. Hello, Troubadour. Troubadour. Have you gotten any further on uh, getting that uh, mechanism off of uh, Sable's neck? The interesting part of this last week is um, I believe that I have identified um, a, a spectrum of... What do you, how do you say it? Um, they are not radio waves, but maybe, um, I do not know if it is, um, sound waves or x-rays that are going to, but, um, that is the direction that I am headed. Um, I do not believe that I have the surgical skills to, uh, remove something, uh, from such a sensitive area, but um, I'm, I am I am working on some um, device that will, you know, uh, disable uh, the brain bug. Um, it is a bit difficult as um, it has um, it has exposed Daniel to some to some pain. Mm. Um, but in in speaking with him. He um, he seems to have um, full cognitive abilities. You know, there was some worry that uh, he was losing track of time and not aware of um, of some time passing. Right? He has no memory, but um, that does not seem to um, have been an issue since uh, he has been here with me. We think we may have met. The people responsible for these brain bugs, or at least the people who are executing their vision. And one thing that was interesting is that they said um, that if we had completed the training, whatever that means, that the abilities that people seem to have who they target could actually be enhanced. Well, is that this very interesting? Hmm. The training, you say? Yes, and we don't know what kind of... We didn't stick around long enough to know what that meant, what they meant by training, but if you're able to identify the signature of whatever these waves are um, that are emitting into the brain, then perhaps there's a way to focus or channel those waves in a positive way, disabling them while... Definitely an option we want to explore is not necessarily the only option. You're messing with technology you don't understand. Well, I, I am constantly messaging, messing with technologies that I do not understand. Hmm? 
Yeah. That is um that is science. You mentioned X-ray troubadours. Now isn't that the source of Captain X's power? Uh yes. Yes it is. Maybe he could intensify it and short these things out. Well, not to reveal too much information, but um he has been um incommunicado for months and months. I have not seen nor heard from him in I do not know how long. We 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 just bounced him out of the institution. You you have seen him? We freed him from those the mimics. Freed him? He was he was imprisoned? Um where where is he now? He might have made reference to Des Moines. This is a popular location. <laughs> it's probably going to be the city of the 21st century. Yes, I can see this. It's location right in the middle of the continental United States. I am sure that it will be a beacon of culture and art. And yes, I can I can see this happening. So if if you have seen him and he is free, then we must... Um, we must figure out a way to find him. Did he say anything to you? Did you tell tell me tell me what happened? He came out of there pretty hot, like he didn't have control of his powers. He fried us a little bit pretty good. And then he fried a whole bunch of the mothers. And uh we kind of split ways. Was he was he wearing his you know, um, suppression suit. Uh, everybody was wearing the the hospital pajamas. So that'd be a no. Well, since this could definitely be why he was um, so hot, as you put it. Well, we should um, we should try to figure out how we can get in touch with some. Um, with Captain X, he is, well, not to speak out of turn, but um, if you saw him and met him, you would probably recognize him then um, outside of his costume. Um, he is also, he is one of the medical professionals that I was um, looking to for advice on this. He is a physician, was um a, a, a highly um, decorated soldier from the Great War. He saved many, many lives on the battlefield. This suit you speak of, did you craft it? Uh, I was partially responsible, yes. And it seemed like you'd find his way here to, to get another one. It has been... Well, how long has it been since um, since you saw him? What, a week? Two? Been about that. Did he have a power talker? Uh, that's a good question. He wouldn't have one now, though. Well, let's, I mean, uh, I tell you what, let's roll for it. All right. Somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody roll. Do we just make it a coin flip? Yep. Roll dice. Always dice. Okay, roll roll one die, and tell me if you if there if you get a success or not. Who's rolling? Dean. Boom! Dice hit the table. Six, baby. Six. <laughs> and a two. Yes, um, yes, he does. Uh, perhaps, um, 
well, here, hold on just a moment. Um, and he rummages around, walks over to the desk, um, opens up a drawer. You see him pull out a power talker and he um, adjusts, you know, flips a little switch and adjusts the dial. A Captain X, um, do you read me? Copy. And it's silent. A Captain X, um, come in. If you hear this, this is uh, this is the troubadour. Um, copy. I'd like to spend a resolve to have him answer. I think that's a really smart use of resolve. Um, okay. Uh, a, a few more seconds um, of silence, and you hear back. Troubadour? Yeah, this is this is Frank. Troubadour. Oh my God! Where are you? Are you at, are you at Tiger Chance? Yes. Um, I have been most worried about you, my friend. Um, come, come, come in. Come, come to come to the lab. Huh? Get here. Get here quickly. I, I can't. I'm. I'm I'm not at a place that that I can really be out in public. I, I I shouldn't. I'm 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 very very dangerous right now. My suppression suit is is missing. Um, the the backup that I had is not is not operational. I don't I I don't know what I should do. We'll deliver one. Um, if you let me know your location, then I can send um I can send one of the backups that I have for you over to uh, wherever it is that you are. Um, do you need me to triangulate your power tucker or? Yes. Triangulate for me. I don't want to, I don't want to give away my location. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding out. Jeez. I didn't, I, I couldn't remember how to operate this power tucker. Or I would have gotten in touch with you sooner. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that you, you reached out and that this thing still works. Boomer. <laughs> no, he's, he's been, he's been tortured and fucking beat and. Uh, in prison Captain for X a is, year. Captain X is a fucking boomer. 100%, dude. That's this real complicated walkie-talkie had me perplexed. I couldn't figure out which button to push. I don't know how it became a hick. I couldn't figure out which button to push. It's cotton-picking, doodad. I wouldn't even do any work for me. <laughs> Mostly, I just look up into the sunlight and send smoke signals. <laughs> I'm going to spend an adversity and Captain X is dead. Oh! <laughs> you hear a gunshot, you hear a gunshot across the power talker and, and, and then you hear wow. the, the, the boots of his still exploded. Yep. The, like the heavy, the heavy footfalls. And then. <laughs> fuckers. Damn. No, he's not dead. He ain't dead. I'm fucking with you. Don't yeah. be a dick. Super sensitive, isn't he? I am fucking with you. Making fun of me. I get it. No, we weren't making fun of you. Uh -huh. It was just he accidentally slipped into Hick and it was hilarious. We were making fun of Captain X. And exactly. That's fine. Whatever. Hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> the. Okay. Yes, we will. Um, Please know that uh, it will not be me bringing the suit, but um, I will send some couriers to you um, right away. Troubadour starts, gets up from his chair very quickly, walks over to a cabinet, um, opens it up, pulls out a set of keys, goes over to a door, unlocks a door, goes inside. You hear him rummaging around. You know, you see stuff kind of flying out the door, you know, um, like he's throwing stuff out of a closet. And 
it's just rummage, rummage, rummage looking, you know, he's back out of the closet. He's frantically searching for different pieces. Um, and after a couple of minutes, he, he shows back up. He's got, um, he's got a suit. He's got two, uh, bracelets. Um, and he, here, um, he will know what to do with these. Um, you just, they, they clamp together around the end of the sleeves. Um, and these two clamp together around, um, the ankles. Here you are. And he, he sets down, um, a helmet, um, with that, that has a, it looks like a gas mask kind of built into the front of it. He's like, oh, hold on, one more touch. And he runs over to the desk and he grabs a little jar and a paintbrush and he quickly paints a golden X um, across the front of the helmet. Sit down, wait for it to dry. Troubadour, do you know, is, is there a way to test um, our molecular biology for, for resistance to, to these waves? What? Or resistance to X-rays? Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking that, um, you know, Spartan's not from this earth, and I'm just curious how susceptible his biology is to the X-rays versus our normal human anatomy. I mean, we could um, we could run some tests, but um, the worry is that they will be, um, you know, quite dangerous if we... You know, if we were to overload someone with x-rays. There's no way to, to do like a tr- stress test that's not super dangerous and is relatively quick. Oh, we, we could take some um, some blood samples or something like that, possibly, and, um, you know, run some tests that way. This is weird. Uh, give me a fire extinguisher. I'll take this to him. Fire extinguisher? Yeah, he almost caught me on fire last time. Yes, um, there should be one um, hanging right outside the door in the hallway. In the hallway, feel free to grab that on your way. Do you have anything that you can give us to protect us while we're in close proximity to to Captain X? I'm not going. Captain, is you are going to stay? I'm going to stay. I'm too slow. They're fast. They can get it done much quicker without me. And I'll stay here and and talk to you. Perhaps. Um, Perhaps you would like to, um, I could see if Danielle is um, interested in, in coming out. And um, I know that he was very worried about um, his state of mind, but um, I would love that. I have a question, actually, about that. Has he been activated? Has the thing in his neck activated in the last five weeks? He says that it has not. Good. He has been. He has been keeping... You know, journals and and such to try to track and see, you know, if he is losing memory or anything of that sort. But um, it seems that uh, that um, he has been um, unaffected. Perfect. Yeah, I'll hang out. I'll, I'm gonna s- kind of like uh, shoulder up to Cotton. Cotton. Yeah. We need you, buddy. We don't know what's out there. Why? This this may seem like. It's simple on the surface, but we don't know who or what we're going to run into out there. There, there are people looking for us. People who know the Spartan. We need you. Okay, let's go. Did do we have like a? You know what I'm thinking. You know those um those like uh, aprons that you wear when you take an X-ray. Lead, like lead. the lead-lined aprons. Yeah, can can we just get some of those? Does he have a few of those laying around? I just assumed we'd put this costume in a field 
and walk away and call him on the power talker. On the power talker? Well, that's that's a good idea, actually. Yes, that's actually a much better idea. Hmm? Instead of um, attempting to reveal his um, his secret uh, hideout location, um, perhaps we have him meet you somewhere outside the city, and um, that way no one is put in any danger. We have him come to the lake? I don't know. Do you have him come to the lake? Yes, have him come to the lake. Let's go. I mean, we have three miles of shoreline that we can meet him on. Whatever's convenient for Captain X. I mean, we can just drop it off at, at his door. Besides, we don't know if they can track us with these brain bugs. Who's driving? So are are you going to have? Are you going to have? Okay, so we've 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 established you're 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 at a remote location out at the lake. Um, and wait, wait, wait. I want to I want to go back. I think this is deserving of a conversation. Um, as to, I want, I want to, I want to, I think we should play the scene out. With Captain X? No, with Spartan. With where? I want to, because Alabaster or, or Shado said, let's go to the lake, right? Yep. But Shado's thinking to Spartan's place. And Spartans thinking in a remote location, and I think that's worthy of playing out. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. I'm good with that. As to why he doesn't want us to come to the lake. Uh, Shadow. We- Spartan. Spartan. Hmm. Spartan, we should, um, maybe maybe we could have Captain X over to, to your land out at the lake. Maybe we could set that up as a waypoint. Uh, these brain bugs may be getting tracked. We don't want to compromise that position. We've already exposed Troubadour. Well, what position are we compromising? It's last I knew it was just a empty piece of land. I mean, yeah, you don't want them to know where it's at, do you? Wait, what's there? You know what's there, Shadow. You followed me out there. If we go to a field. That's, they can see us there too. I mean, what's. Shadow, you followed me out there. You know exactly what's out there. It's, it's been a long time. Yeah, we don't want to compromise that position. Let's get this to Captain X. And then we can do some assembling out there if he's got the capabilities to, to incapacitate these uh, mechanisms they've wrapped around our spines. I just think it might be good to have a. Friendly location. Cotton, what do you think? Should should we go to the lake or or just some undisclosed location? Let's just go to the lake. I'm still not sure. They, they're not tracking us, Shadow. I just, I don't want to jeopardize the lives that are there. Does that make sense? What lives? Cotton gets a wide-eyed look, picks up a wrench off the counter, and holds his arms straight out in front of him and walks very rigidly towards Scarlet Spartan. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Look what happened. They activated him. <laughs> Raymond's just going to stand there and watch him. <laughs> they don't got us yet, buddy. Come on, let's just go to the lake. Troubadour reaches over for... you. There's a guitar sitting there. Troubadour reaches over for the guitar as you as you put your arms up. Kill, kill, kill. Um, 
and you you see him and he strums the guitar this um the the sound that comes out of the guitar hits you in the chest cotton and knocks you to the floor whoa nice damn no i was just playing troubadour i was just playing oh good reflexes who that is um you had me very worried, Cotton. I was um, I was ready to um, do some serious harm to you. Well, I'm glad you didn't hurt me. Uh, that's a great tool. I love that guitar. Yes, um, check this out. And uh, he moves his hand on the neck of the guitar, and you see a shotgun pop out from the back of it. Hells yeah. Oh, nice. Yes, it is very handy. Sometimes, you know, my voice and... And the sound waves, um, they are not as effective as just, you know, a boomstick. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully you didn't shoot me. No, I was just going to subdue you. That is all. Let's go to the lake. But I am glad I did not have to. Exactly. Here, um, I tell you what, um, take this power talker so that you can, um, Communicate with uh, Frank, with Captain X. Um, coordinate where it is that you all will meet. Hmm? Let's go. Raymond will drive. Okay, so you load up in the car. Off to the lake you go. Who's operating this machine? Which machine? The vehicle? The No, the uh, the power talker. Well, you know, I mean, you're not supposed to be, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to be um, distracted while driving, so it should probably be... Um, cotton or right or alabaster. That's why Raymond was asking because he's driving. Here we go, baby. Vehicle dice are unneeded. We're gonna shred though, dude. If uh, oh. hey Raymond, hand the power talker to someone else. If you should happen to get a call while you're driving, you should pull over to answer the power talker. I don't want anything to do with it. Figure out where that guy is. I'll drive us there. Is that a Wookiee? <laughs> That's the squeal. <laughs> Peel out. Yeah, he's always he's always pressing it, man. A full twenty two miles an hour. Yeah, cruising, cruising out to the lake. Yeah, you feel like you feel like you're in a spaceship in a beat up Model T, bullet hole riddled <laughs> Model T. Great. Hey, man, high tech in this day. Raymond, describe for us where we, uh, what we see when we pull up. Okay. Did, did we get in touch with Captain X? We got him navigating his way there or what? Yeah. We're going to give him the coordinates. Longitude and latitude. Does he understand? Can he figure it out that way? Yep. He's got it. He'll be there. Sweet. I uh, know. Right. He's, he's kind of a boomer. You may He's have to. He's a hick boomer. He is a bit of a boomer. You may have to give him directions like left, right. You know, I don't know that he knows east, west so much. Um, and then give well, him like landmarks. Landmarks, yeah. He's he's a he's a landmark directionist. So you told him to you know <laughs> turn left uh, at the, at turn the, left at the big Cypress Street, right? Yeah, the silo. Yeah, yeah totally. The lightning split willow. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Excellent. We drive out. I mean, he's hauling ass. Dude, we're That's there. We're there. Yeah. And uh, you get in amongst the woods, and there's just a little gate on the street side. All right, pulls the gate open, pulls it in, 
shuts the gate, and then you just ride these rolling hills. One lane, just these rolling hills and in amongst the trees, and then it opens up to this palatial estate. I mean, it's not a, it's a nice lake house. You know, it's got some good uh, outside entertainment venues, you know, and there's a house with a dock on the back end with a boathouse over the top of it. And there's a, a fenced in stable area with a barn, two story, old red barn, just picturesque, you know, the uh, old school two story barn. Raymond, where did all these structures come from? Shadow, you've been here. You followed me. I didn't get this far into the- Hop Hop sniffed you out. I didn't get this far into the property. When did you, did you build these structures from scratch? No, this is, uh, Arturo bought this. He brought back six gold watches and uh, cashed them in for this estate. This reminds me of that time I, I drove my friend Doug home from college. <laughs> I thought he was poor. He was fucking, he just needed help all the time with shit. And then you get to his place and it's fucking epic. This is bullshit. (laughs) No wonder you're holding out, Raymond. You got all kinds of stuff going on out here. Arturo's, wait, first of all, how many dogs greeted us at the gate? They're, They're running out. They're coming out. They're not all fast to jump. There's a few of them that are, you know, country dogs and, they're running alongside the car the whole way, you know? Duke, cue the dogs. Yeah. And then there's Bark. some porch dogs. Bark. Bark. But it's Bark. a lot of general assi- <laughs> excitement. Did you say Ar- Arturo was here? Yeah. Arturo's here. You're Arturo. Yeah. You're Arturo fr- from the war. Try not to upset him. He's a little irritable nowadays. Oh, wow. Like, uh, there's a whole taking your shoes off before you go inside thing. Just, just do it. Oh, okay. Hey, there's Captain X. Perfect. <laughs> Good one. Good one, Chris. Yep. We'll throw his shit to him. Raymond, give all the puppies some love. Pull salami out the back of the trunk. Distribute it accordingly. Captain X can gear up. You are, you, you pull up to the house, you know, getting, um, getting mauled by the, the, the dogs as they just loving on you and loving on you. It isn't too much longer that you hear you hear the sound of a car engine coming down the road. It's a pickup truck pulls up 50, 60 yards out from, from where you all are. And out of the driver's seat steps, Frank Miller, Captain X signals with his hand, you know, a little wave. I'm still a bit unstable. If you could just put the suit down, walk away. Yeah. Done and done. Walk it out about halfway, set it down, and uh, go back. Yeah, he comes over, picks it, picks it up, and you see him start to start to put the suit on over the clothes that he's wearing because it's almost like a set of coveralls, right? Um, it's army green. You see him start to clamp those um, clamp those bracelets in place um, around his ankles and around his wrists, and then and he puts the helmet on over his face, proceeds to walk right up to you and the group. Gentlemen, thank you. I, I, I am. I'm. I'm truly. I'm truly grateful. Well, you'll be able to repay us. We need you to come back with us to Troubadours. See if your uh, your powers will will uh, negate these these mechanisms they've put on us. Mechanisms that they've put on you. 
Yeah, around our necks. What they've what you... uh, they've used them to control other people. Raymond, do you mm. still have a a magnet on you? They took our magnets. Do you have one at the house? Yeah, hold on. I'll have to go in and check in anyways. Ooh, and that reminds me. All right, I'll be back. I I can't possibly begin to thank you enough. I, I I'm I'm unsure how I'm going to repay you both uh, for freeing me for providing me with this. This might help me gain back some of my sanity. Um, how did you end up at that institution? I was out uh, in the city and. I had been told that the Purple Gang was in the process of, of moving some goods um, and had been working with the police in an attempt to tamp down some of their, because they were getting so bold, you know, um, they had just, be, they had become so violent. Do you, do you, do you remember the story of the, of the Sixth Street murders? They had gone into that speakeasy and gun down all those people. This has been what a little over a year ago, I guess, maybe more. Anyway, um, so we had been given a tip that they were going to that they were going to be accepting this shipment and um, that it was coming over from Windsor. And I I went down there um, and I got ambushed. Um, it was a setup. They overwhelmed me. I mean, there were probably forty people. You know, there they they broke my leg. They, I mean, hmm. it, it was it was awful. Um, and the next thing that I remembered was waking up in a hospital bed with this bright light over me. I spent I don't know how long um, recovering from my injuries, but there were these they were very sterile. I guess is the right word. Um, very sterile nurses. Uh, they referred to themselves. As XJs? Yes. Um, XJT313 and XJT671. They were, I mean, I, I, they were helpful. They they nursed me back to health, and but they kept talking about this preparation, right? They were preparing me for the insert. Mm-hmm. They said that I was the that I was the initial test subject. And for whatever reason, they just, they kept me prisoner this whole time. Uh, I tried to escape multiple times, um, but they, they kept me weak. Um, I was forced into these long stretches of no sleep and I, I wouldn't eat for days. Um, and I mean, I'm still, it's going to take a while for me to recover from all of this. I, I have such physical hurdles to overcome having been imprisoned the way that I was over the last, I guess it's been a year. I saw the newspaper a few days ago and couldn't believe that it was 1924. We've also met the XJs. We know a bit about the implant. Raymond, um, did you get that, that magnet? Oh, he, he leans out the door. Yo, Peach, Peach, Peach. Little dog comes over. He hands him one of those U-shaped magnets. Take that to Shadow. Go, go, go. Runs right over to you with it in her mouth. I grab the magnet from the dog. I hand it to to Captain X. Um, Frank, uh, it may or may not work from the outside of your suit. 
and it may feel a little funky. I suspect that you have the implant. Put put this magnet on the back of your neck. He takes 10 or 12 steps back from you and he takes off his helmet and he holds the magnet to the back of his neck and runs it around. Is it supposed to, is there anything that's supposed to happen? Or, and you see him and he's kind of rubbing it up and down his neck and he puts it under his chin, almost like a boomer would, you know, like not completely understanding the directions that you gave him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh... But the magnet doesn't seem to um, affect him in any way. Great news. Good news. So maybe they never got to the point of implant with him. Maybe the radiation disabled his bed, but his brain bug, not his bed bug. Maybe. Mm, Nice. Maybe. And if if we could find a way to to harness that radiation in a safe way, we might be able to disable it. All right. Raymond comes out from inside and he's wearing a red and yellow cowboy outfit. Boots, hat, duster. All right, Art, be good. Let's see you, teacher. Check it out. Oh, God, now I have to remember how to do an Italian accent? Shit. No, he's inside the house. You didn't have to see or talk to him. It's an old man Italian accent, number one. Number two. He's taking a bath. All you got to do is put, like, Eddie on the back of everything, you know? Okay, so describe for us this red and yellow cowboy outfit, because that's not good enough. What this, what do you mean red and yellow? Like, is this man. is this like Roy Rogers, like embroidered, yeah. like top to bottom red. kind of? It's red with yellow stars embroidered. It's got the, the tassels, you know, going down the sleeves and across the back. And then he's got some chaps on. Are they assless? Got some stars on them. And, uh... Turns around and says, Big John on the back. <laughs> We're going to do this until I get my helmet back. So this is the analyzer costume. Is that what this is? <laughs> May as well be. Let's do some analyzing. And he's bringing a furry baseball bat. Oh, my God. Please tell me that you're going to draw this for us. Of all <laughs> of the things that I have ever wanted you to draw, please tell me that you are going to draw this costume on Scarlet please. Spartan. <laughs> And a furry baseball bat. Oh my right. God, please. Please make the, the fur analyzer. match King's fur. Yes, absolutely. It has to match King's fur. It has to match King's fur. This is what he wears on his OnlyFans. <laughs> we're we're creating we're creating a 1920s OnlyFans. Are you yeah. are you in a um a burlesque show? I don't think four forty yeah. something men should be having a conversation about OnlyFans on a podcast. I'm grossed out by that. Totally gross. There's and, there's uh, plenty of 40-year-old men that have their only their own OnlyFans. Oh, I know. I'm sure there are. There's somebody out there, but Spartan. Yeah. Spartan. You, you said our Arturo is here. He's inside taking a bath. Who's who's taking care of him? You're taking care of him? Nah, how could I take care of him? He's got Beverly. Beverly. And yeah, Beverly Cross. She's a, she's a nurse. She, she was in the war, too. So she's old, older like he is? No. War was uh, 
just a few years ago. No, he was old when he was in the war. She was, uh, I don't know, I see. 26, 30. He's in good hands. Do you think that she might be interested or willing to look after King? Uh, she's got her hands full, man. This old dude is a handful. I'm just saying a, a friendly to help King recover. You want to see your buddy recover, don't you? In perfect health. Yeah, let's go back, see if see if Captain X can disable these, and then uh, we can come back here and get real comfortable until King's ready to go. Yeah. Uh, you got to meet the horse. Frank. Yes. We... I'm not sure why it doesn't affect you, um, but I take the magnet and I put it on the back of my neck. Yeah, same reaction. You stiffen up. It's like it sends a electric shock through all of your muscles. It's super, you know, it's like you're being tased almost, you know, it's super painful. Mm, mm. That's pretty funny. Do it again. <laughs> after After it subsides. This is what the, it does to us. They they put something in the back of our neck, and we think that your your ability may may hold a key to either disabling it or unlocking its potential. Let's go back. Do this in the in the lab with the troubadour. Yes, absolutely. Um, if if that's if that's what you need of me, I'm I I will I I will work day and night to to try to figure this out for you i i owe you that much at least let me drive your truck why cowboys drive trucks cowboys ride horses why don't you ride your horse into town mm, strawberries a little headstrong if a highly radioactive man drove a truck out here is the truck clear and free to get into <laughs> I mean, it'd be a way to test the theory um, of what of what Shadow was interested in testing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually trying not to be funny. I was. I'm serious. I am also being serious. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's true. Is he gonna let me drive that sweet truck? I I guess so. Sure, Spartan. Um, I I don't see why not. I'll I'll ride shotgun. Sounds good. All right, let's say goodbye to dogs. Bye, dogs. Bark, Peachy, bark. Knuckles, bark, bark. Big Bob, Bunky, Rudy, Wendy, Colonel Mustard, Little Al, and then that's Cotton, King, and Shadow. Okay. Hey, buddies. We say goodbye to the dogs and travel back to Detroit. Tear ass back to Detroit. Raymond driving Captain X's pickup truck in his full on oh god what what did they call those guys what was what was the singing cowboys what they had a you know what i mean there was like a there was like a name for those guys when they had those kinds of costumes god what they fucking call them they might well they might have called them troubadours is that what they were called hmm. that'd be hilarious excellent they won't see me coming Nope, not in that thing. <laughs> of course, his response is to think it's a, a version of covert to dress flamboyantly cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> his understanding of covert is completely screwed. Yeah, he's dressed like an earth person. 
Raymond's yes, Raymond's idea of what an earth person is dressed like. So uh, Raymond's dressed like a balladeer. Balladeer, and, there you go. Perfect. That's it. And um Cotton's just in street clothes and Shado's in street clothes. And you guys you guys all drive up to Tiger Chan's and arrive at the laboratory of the Troubadour. Back to the Troubadour. And the Troubadour sees you enter. You've been gone a few hours at this point, and he jumps up and Welcome back. It is such a pleasure to see you, my friend. I thought that you had just forgotten about me or that I had offended you in some way. I am certainly hopeful that you can help. Yes, I am so very thankful and and um I, I owe them I owe them a huge debt. I, I will work day and night to to get this taken care of for them. I need to do a voice because if I get Daniel and Captain X in the same conversation, I'm just going to sound like the same person. What you had with the hands, that was great. What I had with the hands? Yeah, you, you said you were speaking like you were in a tunnel with your hands. Well, that was, that was just because I was on the power talker. Oh, I see. I guess, I guess since I'm in the mask, I could do that. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm just so very grateful. And, and, and because of their help, I'm just, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this taken care of. Um, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm, I'm happy to be out. It, it, it's, uh, it was such a, it was such a long and horrible experience. I, do you have hold of your powers now? I, I don't know. I haven't. You got focus? Oh, you mean in that, am I going to burn you up? No, I'm not going to burn you up. I do know that it seems that my power has grown tremendously over the last year. I do know that much. It's become, well, it was quite unstable for a while. Um, And I I didn't have the most control. But I was also basically stuck in that cell without a lot of recourse for much of anything. So I'm I'm not exactly sure where to start, but... um, Start on me. If it goes wrong, I might have the best chance. What do you think you should do, Troubadour? You have any ideas, Troubadour? Yeah. Put a magnifying glass over the top of it. Intensify the rays. I do not know that um, X-rays will be intensified through a magnifying glass. Your science is better than mine. It is definitely something something to experiment with. Um, I do not know that we want to intensify them, you know, immediately as the first step. Um, perhaps here comes this way. Do it. And you go towards the back of the room, and he he pushes um, a set of shelves to the right, and it it almost s- it slides across the floor as if it's on a track, um, like there's a secret hidden door back there. And um, it opens up, and there's a hallway uh, behind, and there are um, there are five doors down this hallway, and lights come on immediately, and you you walk down, um, and he opens the first door on the right, and inside the room is just kind of a generic, I guess it kind of looks like a doctor's office room. Mm. Um, it's it's got you know just a small padded table counter with you know a, a few um, different medical supplies on it that sort of stuff cabinetry a little stool and um, 
a very a movable light, right? So a light on an arm that you can uh, move around the room. Um, perhaps this this might be the best um, location for you to start. Boom. I I am unsure. Scarlet Spartan, perhaps you just um you know sit on the edge of the the table to start. Yep. Yes, that's. Let, let let's try that first. Um, where where is this located? Uh, the back of your neck is that what we're looking for? Yep. Show him. Put the magnet on it. Show him exactly where it's at. Well, he he walks over to start examining you and sees that you you have just a tiny little scar, a tiny little scar incision on the back of your neck, um, just above where your neck meets your shoulders. You know, he starts to kind of prod and poke a little bit around. Um, all right, Spartan, this this might hurt a little bit. And he holds up one finger and points it right at the scar. Raymond, I want you to roll toughness, please. Ooh. Uh, hot dice. Big hot dice. Roll some dice, baby. Here we go. Ooh, got some numbers. Six. Seven. Seven, baby. Seven. Nice. Um, you you are completely able to withstand the pain. There is this you can feel like a a heat. You know what I mean? A- at the base of your neck. You, it's starting to get very, very warm. Almost almost hot, but you you have no problem, you know, with the pain itself. Um and it lasts, you know, maybe two or three seconds. It doesn't last very long at all. So you feel this heat, and he steps back. Um, how do you feel? Any different? I feel fine. Any any change from, um, you know, before I started? You feel nothing, nothing's changed? Something's changed? Yeah, felt a little sizzle, but I don't, I, I, I don't know how this, uh, this thing would affect me either way. I, I can't tell if it's disabled. Maybe we put the magnet back on it. Uh, yeah, we can try that. Um, I will go grab one. Hold on. And Troubadour runs out of the room, comes back in, hands you a magnet. Slap it on there. Let's see what happens. So previously, you had not been able to roll. It just affected you. I want you to roll willpower. Oh, about that. Ooh, twos and fours. You're going to have to beat a six. Mm, Four. The the same thing that has happened previously. Yeah, that your your muscles tense and that you know kind of that electrical shock pain running all the way through your body, and you can talk and you're gritting your teeth through it, but right, it still hurts. You know the O face. But you could, you could feel yourself at least able to kind of resist it. Uh, it might have done something. Try it again. Put the heat back on it. I, I, I exposing you to that many X-rays that quickly. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure if if that's wise. This, this is. I mean, just what I know about the the radiation and such, we should likely um, we should likely take some time with this. Frank, Frank, if this thing triggers and I flip, 
somebody's going to die that shouldn't die. If this kills me before I kill an innocent, then it's well worth it. If you insist. (laughs) Where was all this talk of saving innocents like 20 episodes ago? What? What are you talking about? You got, you've talked about it a bunch of times, and then you just fucking blow up entire city blocks worth of shit. No, 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 no. We, we evacuated houses before we blew that place up. Well, one of them. Remember the episode where Raymond dies of cancer? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. He'd get back to his home planet just in time. Or... Or die just before he gets back That could make for a really compelling story as we walk Raymond through all of the stages of cancer. It would. It would. I'd say let's proceed. All right. Um, So, Captain X, he brings his hand up to the back of your neck, um, and you again feel that that Mm. searing heat. um, And I need you to roll toughness, please. Come on, baby. Ooh, huge. Three. Three. This time you are going to take two harm. Got a little hot that time. I want you to describe for me how how you react to the heat and and the taking of, of two harm from this uh, from this beam of x-rays that have been blasted into the back of your neck. Okay, it's it's not so much the neck that burns. He's in Tensely radiating this mechanism that's wrapped around his neck, spine, you know, like connected to bones. And I mean, the intense heat just, man, he straightens right up, you know. Yachacha. This is this is exactly what I was warning you about, um, Spartan. Um, I I know that I know I know how important it is to you, but you got to understand that. Um, this is, this, this can be very, very detrimental. It's good. Even deadly. It's good. I I helped you that time from the inside. You helped me. Okay. Yeah. Try the magnet test again. Okay. Put the magnet on. Roll willpower. Come on, baby. With them hot dice. Oop, that's better. Five, five times. You still stiffen, but it's not it's not as intense of a pain this time. It's like the difference between a mild, you know, shock and getting hit with like a fucking cattle prod. Does that make sense? Like yep. there you you can tell the difference in pain from one from the first one to this one. And it is it is less. I'd be able to operate through this. Maybe. Maybe it it would take Dude. some serious Dude. strain on your part. Let's but... just re- let's just resolve this thing. Resolve what thing? I want to use a resolve. You want to res- use a resolve to what? To blow this thing off his neck. <laughs> okay. So what does that what does that look like? So he's radiating it, and it's burning, and Raymond just flex that trap. Grips his neck about, and the thing comes flying out his back onto the wall. So you pop it out like a, like a blackhead pimple. <laughs> yep. 
Gross. Holy I like shit. It. Raymond, are you okay? Pus squirts from Cotton's face. Yeah. What color is your blood? Blue. Blue blood, of course. He's like Alabaster from another planet. You guys see blue, this blue liquid, this blue blood come dripping out the back of his neck as that as that piece comes uh, shooting out. And you said it bounced off the wall? Yep. Hit the wall. Okay. Troubadour is going to roll three, four, five. Okay. That's probably, it's, that's enough. Five successes. You guys have seen a lot of Raymond's blood already. Yeah, I, I was running over to Raymond. Uh, Raymond, are you okay? Oh my God, that was, that's incredible. Mm, I had to get that off me. Raymond takes two damage every 24 hours until he dies. Yep. Because the From cancer. the radiation? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Troubadour, now that you have a a sample outside the body, do you think we can progress? I yes, that that is um that, that is exactly my hope. And he he's already over there on the floor and he has picked it up and you know what I mean, and he's looking at it. It's about an inch, maybe maybe an inch and a half long. Um and it's just this little cylinder. With these, there's two little, it looks like hooks, kind of out each side. Um, you know, it's no bigger around than probably a pencil lead. Um, mm. It will take some time, maybe, but uh, perhaps I can make some discoveries very quick. This is, um, this is most intriguing. Hmm. Such, a, such a very tiny, for technology to be... Listen, I have never seen something so small. Let us um, let us go give the good news to Daniel. Hmm? Use the magnifying glass. Yes, thank you. Um, I I will <laughs> definitely put this under a magnifying glass. Yes, that's perfect. This is this is good advice, Spartan. Thank you. And he's holding it in his fingers, and he's looking at it, and he's kind of holding it up to the light. Um, and he he walks out the door and uh, takes a right down the hallway. And goes to the to the last door um, at the end of the hallway and knocks on the glass. Danielle! Danielle, we have made a discovery. Your friends are here, my friend. Now all of my friends are here. Well, not all of them. I have some other friends too, but, yeah. you know, many of my friends are here and they are your friends too. Come on, open the door. I don't feel bad. Didn't bring Sable a hat. The door comes open and um, the sable is standing there and he's he's got a big smile on his face and he's looking right at you, Cotton. Cousins. Sable, so good to see you. Oh, my God. Uh, come here. Give me a hug. How are you feeling? I'm. <laughs> That's such a complicated answer. I am. I'm way better now. I, I'm I'm way better now. I'm 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 glad to see all of you. Alabaster. Daniel. Raymond. Hey. Welcome back. I'm still thank you. I'm still worried. I'm freaked out. What what is what is this what do you mean, Troubadour? You what what have you discovered? Oh, this um you should have seen it. Raymond just um he just pushed this out. We think this is the brain bug. 
So now at least I have something to, you know, dissect perhaps and maybe try to figure out the best uh, options for disabling the, the piece. Is is that? Is that Captain X? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I am Captain X. Yes, this is Captain X. Um... <laughs> Is um <laughs> he has become part of the team. Wow, that's that's really neat. Um I didn't know that you I, I you haven't been around for so long. Yes, I know. Uh I was imprisoned for a year and um Yes, it's a, it's a very tragic story. He was um he, you two can catch up another time, okay? It's this I need his help with the experiments and you should probably catch up with your friends here. Yes, um, I, I will happily um, spend some time with my friends. Um, maybe we go upstairs and get some steam buns. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Steam buns? Oh, steam buns sound delicious. Do you think that I could? Yes, the steam buns here, they are fantastic. Um, are you guys ever going to stop me from talking no, about this? No, this is so entertaining. Heard... This is great. <laughs> this is so funny. I, I love this. <laughs> um, what about getting Yes, perhaps we should. Say, what what were you saying, Spartan? I'm sorry for yeah. cutting you off. Yes, yes, please. Troubadour, you, you know, you, you do that sometimes. You talk what? over people. Yes, what? I have noticed that about the Troubadour. He does tend to, um, you know, not pick up on all of the social cues. Yes, you know, it, it, I, I have a hard time Daniel, having conversations Daniel. with him sometimes. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm just excited to be part of the conversation. Hmm? I, I, yes. We met the XJs. And... I'd like to talk to you about your experience. They said you were there for five months. Was it that long? That's what they said. Wow. To be honest, I don't remember a lot. It's It was kind of, um, it almost felt like a dream at times, I guess. But there, are, I have I have long stretches that I don't remember much of anything. They they said that you attempted to go through the training. What what did the training entail for you? I mean, it was. I there were. I remember being kept up for what seemed like days on end. Sometimes it was it was like they were it was like they were pushing me to my limits. But then there were other times when it was. You know, I, I was strapped in a chair, and it was like they were taunting me with this. I don't, I don't know. Uh, they, you know, they would just stand in front of me for long hours, just watching me, and and occasionally, you know, they would listen to my heartbeat. It, it, it it's like they were testing me for reactions to things that I did or didn't know were there. It was, I mean, sometimes there were these weird puzzles that they would try to have me solve and they would they, they would let us out speak to me they what they let us out we walked out of that place easy if they'd have wanted to keep us they would have been able to if they if they held sable for that long they could have held us too they got to be tracking us well why haven't they shown up here then yet yeah i i don't know what their intent are they they said that they that the bugs were meant to enhance um abilities but i just don't know i'm just not sure what what the mimics and the xjs and the attendants 
I'm not sure what they want. I don't know what their goal is. Is it world domination? Is it find a way back home? I, 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 I don't know. So, okay, hold on. You, you guys were trapped. We were trapped. We, we had them us. in us. Well, Raymond doesn't have his anymore. Holy Christ! I don't know. You, you should have seen it. He just, he just gritted his teeth and pushed the thing out of him with the help of uh, uh, intense radio radioactivity. But Cotton and I have them. And oh, by the way, King is separated from Cotton. It's extremely disturbing. He's staying at the vet for two dollars a night. <laughs> you boarded him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to pay him something. I'm, we're decent people. Two bucks in 1923. Yeah, that's significant. Yeah, that could have bought wheels for the Model T. As all of this information is coming in, um, and and the the fact that that you have been implanted with the bugs and the him the reminding you know and him trying to draw on these memories of the XJs and the talk of this separation of King and you see this look kind of come over his face of maybe it's confusion and maybe, you know, you, it, and he, he kind of puts his hands up, you know, on his temples and he's got his eyes closed and he's, you know, he's tilted his head down. Watch him. And he's, his head, he starts to shake his head back and forth. No, no. Troubadour, do we need to take him down? No, 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 no. no. Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons Ultimate Edition actual play produced by TTRP Theater. Jazz Abramowitz is Demon Shade. Chris Freedom is King and Cotton Dearborn. Dean Martin Jr. is the Scarlet Spartan, and I am Duke Walter, your Game Master. Thank you to the generosity of our Patreon supporters, Tdorf67, Kamui, Adam Lake, Elira, Matthias Olson, Izzy Skirmish, Mr. Cultist, David Hagberg, M. Lemody, and Jess Rogers. If you would like to join as a producer, please search TTRP Theater on Patreon. We are at Ren City Pod. R-E-N-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D on Twitter. Also, make sure to check out and follow at TTRP Theater on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to leave a review of our podcast as this helps to get the word out about our game. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time for more Renaissance City.